The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. Welcome back to our series here on the radio on The View from a Pew uh, to our wonderful two-week content and program and Bible study of what happens to us when we die. What becomes of us when we're dead? And as I said the other day, please bear with us. There's going to be some things we're going to say that you don't agree with. We are strictly following the same Bible you follow. All right, my co-host, Delmar Austin, go ahead and take it away. Okay. We were talking uh, at the first of the week about the ancient civilizations who almost unanimously have this idea of departed spirits, and uh, which is also about ancestor worship, veneration of those that have died and of their spirits that have departed. But we said the one culture that we find in ancient times that's very different than this is Judaism. And Judaism in the Old Testament times had a concept of a resurrection that was going to take place, a resurrection that would take place in the last days. And one of the verses we uh, talked about was Daniel chapter 12, verse 2, that uh, talks about the end times saying, many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Okay, so here's this picture that shows us that this is an understanding of what happens. People die, they remain in a sleep of death until the time of the resurrection that takes place. Now, my question is, why uh, is it that so many within the ancient world had the idea of departed spirits? Where did they get this idea, Mac, about departed spirits? Where do you, where do you think it all came from? Oh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think a lot of it's just legend. I think it's a lot of people who want to believe that they're a good enough person or they don't care. They still think they're in going to end up in heaven, and some don't care where they end up. Well, I'd like to suggest today that the legends all started out with one simple lie. And the simple lie happened back in the Garden of Eden, and this was again before sin. In Genesis chapter 3, you remember the story of how Eve goes over to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and she encounters a serpent there. And the serpent is being used by Satan. Satan is speaking through the serpent. And, Mac, if you want to pick up the text, read verses 2 uh, through 4 there, if you will. In chapter 3. In chapter 3. Of course we may eat fruit from the tree in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from that tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said, you must not eat it 
or touch it. If you do, you will die. And read verse 4. Add that to it. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. Okay, that's it. Mac, did you know that that is the first recorded lie in the Bible? That's what the serpent says is a lie. God said, if you eat of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge and good and evil, you will die. On the day that you eat of it, death will set in. And the serpent says, you're not going to die. No problem. It's a lie. And it's a lie that has continued to be held on year after year after year throughout the history of this world. And the real big question here is, obviously, if you don't do what God asks you to do, you're going to die, meaning not spend eternity with him, because you are denying his existence. And death, again, is the opposite of life. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, I know that what we were, we're talking about today is, uh, is very stressful in people's life. We don't like to deal with death. Death is an uncomfortable uh, topic to even talk about sometime for some. Uh, have you ever seen this list of stressful life events? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Causing stress in your yes, life. Had you know, a few like of them a myself. Yep. Divorce or even moving from a place. Well, the number one stress in life is like the loss of a loved one. Mm. When somebody passes away, that's tough. It's very difficult for people. I've had pretty traumatic times in my life when I've lost loved ones as a child. My grandparents died in a car accident. Suddenly they were gone. How old were you? I I was uh, at that time about 14, so I wasn't a little small child, but it was a big loss to me to, to lose my grandparents. So we deal with these kind of things, and I know that this is how people feel about death. Well, that gives me a little bit of a clue, too, as to what possibly could have happened. If you go back to the ancient world again and you follow the biblical story, Mac, there is a catastrophic uh, story that takes place in the early history of the Bible, and that is the story of a worldwide flood. Wow, yeah. Noah and the flood, right? Okay? This is where one family is saved in a boat, in an ark, that God tells Noah to build, and what happens to everybody else? They are destroyed in the flood that takes place. Now, even though they're the family that were saved, they must have remembered very clearly this whole story. And it is not surprising to me that those that lived on after the time of the flood remembered those that had died through this catastrophe situation. It was it was it must have been very difficult for them. So it's not surprising to me that they would begin to think in terms, well, maybe, maybe the serpent was right. Maybe they don't really die. Maybe some part of them continues. And again, in these ancient civilizations, many times there were special people that kind of led out in this teaching. They were called shamans, okay? 
Or shamans. Or shamans. Is that where the term shame comes from? I don't think so. I don't think it's a a connection. But they were called that because they were ones that had special connection with the spirit world. Now, remember, we have talked talked about spirits in the Bible. Yeah. And we talked about demonic spirits and the influence that they have. But there were these shamans or shamans— that existed in these ancient cultures that claimed to have great powers, and it was all in connection with the spirit world. Would that be kind of like a witch or a warlock? Someone that has magical powers okay. above, above the human powers that we have. Now, again, we have to go back to what the Bible says and what the Bible teaches about, uh, about life. And the first indication that we have of that is in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, where God creates life, and he's able to explain what life is all about. So let's go back there, and and Mac, if you want to read that, that's chapter 2, verse 7, and that explains what human life is all about. Back in Genesis? Genesis chapter 2 and verse 7. And, and the word, I want you to think now, the word that is in there uh, for, the, um, for, the, uh, for the breath is the word ruash. It is a, uh, a Hebrew word, and it means the word, it means literally breath, or it means spirit, okay? So read ver- verse, or chapter 2, verse 7. All right. Um, Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust on the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. It was God that breathed the breath of life into Adam. And that's what makes a living being. And in the older versions of the Bible, it used to say a living soul, okay? Okay. Man was a living soul. He was a living being or living person when God used both of those components and brought them together. There is the dust of the earth, and there is the ruach, or the breath, or the spirit that comes from God. Okay? All right. That is what creates human life. Now, the opposite is death and what happens in death. And the Bible says it's just a reverse of when life was created. That's in Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 7, if you want to read that verse also. For then the dust will return to the earth, and the spirit will return to God who gave it. Okay, now when it says spirit in that verse, it is the same word ruash as in Genesis chapter 2, which again is the breath of life that God gives. Yeah, because this would tell some people that my spirit goes directly to heaven. Well, the spirit, again, is not a conscious entity. Right. The spirit is the spark of life that God gives. You see, you can, you can create uh, a, a man out of clay, <laughs> Yeah, I can. If, you, but if you're ahead. a good sculptor, you can create a man, but you can't make him live. 
How do you make him live? How do you get those components uh, into a life form? Only God can do that. God breathed into man the breath of life, the ruach, the spark of life, the spirit of life. And man became a living soul. He became alive. Now, when he dies, that spark of life goes back to God. The, the, uh, the dirt, the dust, the body itself turns back into dust again. And you have death, not life. Okay. So it's not me, my memories, my thoughts, my recognitions of people, recognizing people, is not what goes back to God. All of that is still stored. We have all these memories, all these things that happen to us in life. It all gets stored in our brain. And yes, there is decomposition when you die that takes place. But God can resurrect all that yeah. again, too. Yeah, because you think about the folks that are buried at sea or the folks that are nowadays, it's very popular to get cremated. That's right. Yeah, don't underestimate God. He, he's got you. God is able to, to uh, restore all that again at the time of the resurrection. All right, well, this week and uh, next week, we are talking about what happens when you die. What does the Bible say about death? And if you've got any comments, we'd love to hear from you. It's Mac, M-A-C, at The View From A Pew, and that is here on YouTube.com. Search for The View From A Pew on Facebook and on your local radio station. Brought to you by DivineTruthChristian.com. Anything you want, anything you need, give them a call and order. DivineTruthChristian.com, here on The View from a Pew. Divine Truth Christian Store, where you'll find more.